get it. And welcome back to another episode of the Paranormal Trucker. I am the Paranormal Trucker, or PT for short. Obviously, PT means Paranormal Trucker. Not pretty tasty. Nothing. I thought it was PYT. I forgot. Oh, my gosh. So funny that everybody just crickets. I love it. Joining us today is my favorite spooky family. Well, at least two-thirds of them. I have Elliot and Gertie with us. Say hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Hello. And my co-host, as always, Snowman and the lovely Large Marge. Hey. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so what, what have you guys been into this week? Um, what have we done? Don't everyone know I've worked. <laughs> of course, we did go to, uh, drove all the way to Bell Creek. Um, Marge's grandson played plays for Covington Catholic. They played Bell Creek. That's and, uh, right. They, and we uh, beat them. Yeah, it was a Whoa. kind of a, <laughs> a blowout. And then, but it, we didn't get home till like two o'clock in the morning. We're too old for that. <laughs> yes. Yes. That just about put us down. I'm well, too old for that. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like anything much after eleven o'clock anymore. In the morning, eleven o'clock in the morning. That's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, my best time is from eight to eleven. Then I'm done for the day. I can't <laughs> need a nap and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't function anymore after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a uh, listener email from this week. It's two oh, weeks in a row. You guys keep wow. it up. Ooh, we got groupies. No, no, it's awesome. We got two of them now. Yeah, we got groupies. <laughs> yeah, we can say with an S. Lot yeah. lizard. Lot, I got my I got my lizards following us. <laughs> but um, so this was a uh, this is an email from uh, uh, her name is Tanya. She used to listen to us on on, on the uh, the other show that I was on. Uh, we love Tanya. Tanya's awesome. Yes, definitely. Friend, hopefully, new friend of the show, Paranormal Trucker. Uh, the subject line is Cronkite with several exclamation points. Uh, that's how you know. That's how you know she's happy to, to have found me. <laughs> she says, I found you, exclamation point. Thanks to Elliot and the Spooky family. I found your new video podcast. I am so excited to hear from you again. It has been such a long time. I love the format and snowman and large march. That seems mean, though. Uh, you are such a wonderful host. You and Elliot have really grown into amazing hosts. So glad you have found uh, to have found you, and I can't wait to keep up with your adventures, Tanya. Well, thank you, Tanya, for the uh, shout out uh, to Tanya. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for finding us, uh, and glad to have you on board. Now, um, yes, in, in any other context, large the name Large March would be. Uh, very mean however um if you watch um peewee what is it big adventure Pee-wee's big adventure yes. yeah. uh large marge is a character on that show um just makes a small yeah, she's Who is a my favorite yeah and yeah. so <laughs> when we were picking our cb handles uh, i'm the paranormal trucker snowman obviously from Smokey <laughs> and the bandit and large marge from peewee's play or peewee's big adventure you know, there are a couple movies. There, there are a couple movies from when I was young that just basically destroyed my brain. Right. That scene, <laughs> that scene is one of them. 
for sure. <laughs> but it was it's so great. <clears throat> and Pee and Pee yeah, was, was so shocked. Ah! I know he turned into that character. Everybody could do Pee Wee. Yeah. I wish I could. I, I would get up and do my Pee Wee dance, but uh, big shoe dance. Yeah, the big, the big shoe dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, did you know that the actor that played Pee Wee turned sixty nine this week? Ruben, yeah. all Ruben. Yeah, sixty. I can't believe he's that old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, what a nasty age to be. <laughs> that's appropriate. <laughs> appropriate for Pee Wee, <laughs> given his history. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. I mean, he was just enjoying himself in a movie theater. He was caught up in the moment, right? Yeah. Yes. Mark has a good joke about that. <laughs> oh no! Is it clean? Is it, cl- uh, is it clean enough for the paranormal truckers? Is the question. Probably. What's it a joke about? Uh, uh, Pee Wee. Oh. In the movie theater. <laughs> yes, y'all. You know it, don't you? Do you want to you want to yeah, share it with us, or, or, or is it is it clean is it clean enough for us, there, Marge? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It could be clean enough. Yeah, yeah. It's it's borderline, but it could be. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. What's the three famous men who were shot in the back of the head in history? Oh no, I know where this is going. <laughs> John F. Kennedy, Abraham Lincoln, and the guy sitting in front of Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Oh, this will be the last episode of the Paranormal Trucker. We have been blocked officially. No, it seems like uh, anything that comes out of Snowman or Large Marge's mouth on a Whoa. weekly basis. Uh, Sometimes I can't stop it. <laughs> would. Would uh, would cancel us in a heartbeat, but so far no. we're still here. I, I I've behaved a whole lot. That's true. <laughs> so so just a really quick uh, connection to the Spooky family. Paul Rubens and uh, Cassandra Peterson, the lady who plays Elvira, are like best friends in real life. Really? And yeah, yeah. And uh, Gertie and I went to a uh, scary movie horror movie convention. And Gertie probably dropped at least $300 on Elvira autographs. Really? Not just one autograph, multiple autographs. autographs. Floral. Yes. Over about three or four days. Yeah. Well, Well, you know, I can't, I I can't really, yeah, I can't really, I really can't really, um, I can't really (laughs) say anything. When you like something, you like something. I went to the little alien out in, uh, I think it's either Rachel or Helen, Nevada, Rachel. Uh, yeah rachel nevada um and it's on the extraterrestrial highway of course it's been in movies and documentaries and the news and everything and it has this little crappy gift shop there and i walked out there with like three hundred dollars worth of stuff and <laughs> all of the stuff in my arms just trying to get to the <laughs> so i mean when you find something you like you just like it you gotta do it that's me at gatlinburg when i see quilts <laughs> that's my problem I can get expensive really fast. (laughs) I know they do, but God, I want every one of them. 
<laughs> so uh elliot and spooky family what have you guys uh what you guys got going on uh the next little bit oh we got some interviews coming up let's see um this week should be christopher ampling the author of uh the bigfoot hillbilly paranormal survivor guide oh very uh, nice amazing oh, yeah. yeah listen amazing book amazing artist he's just an all-around nice guy He's he's just a he's just a cool guy to talk to. Uh, then next week uh, we have a little interview with a group of people called the Paranormal Trucker Show. Oh, I've heard of those guys. Yeah, huh. so that'll be out. I heard they're great. I heard yeah, but uh, I heard they're copying off somebody. I don't even know who that is. But... Yeah, that's uh, that's the rumors. <laughs> yeah. That's the rumors. Yeah, actually we. We found dates, uh, and it may have only been by a couple weeks, but we were first. Yeah, I can't believe that guy. But I mean, check your facts. But anyway, yeah, exactly. You know, he could have he could have looked <laughs> that up first. But anyway, uh, we got right. and then after that, we start our march towards mm -hmm. Halloween, and we're just going to do some like spooky content, do some uh, you know scary movies, and uh, make a scary scary song playlist for any Halloween party or Halloween stuff. And I, it's untelling. We we've got a a trip planned to to uh somerset the international paranormal museum down there and i don't know we it, it'll be it'll be a little bit of everything we're hoping oh very yeah. cool yeah and uh we may have talked to a bigfoot expert here or there you know you never know <laughs> that sounds like you guys you got a lot planned um elliot wasn't with us last week him when we were telling people that we got new toys. Oh, we, yeah. got, we got an EVP F or something. EMF. F, it's an ENF. That's it. EMF. Yeah. And we got, um, what else did we get? Uh, a couple of flashlights and I have a video camera. No. We got oh, two we different. Got e we got an EVP and an EMF. That's it. Yes. Yeah. So we, we, have a, we have our ghost hunting equipment now. And we have two yeah, flashlights. I forgot about that too. We got the ghost hunt coming up at the end of September. I, I don't know how that slipped my mind, but I, I forgot about that. But hopefully we're you guys will, for it. Yeah, you guys will be coming with us. And I think we're going to have some more uh, friends that show up to do a little podcast all-star ghost hunt. So that should be fun. Uh, yeah. So yeah, listen for that. We're going to record while we're there. We're going to try to do some live stuff. So who knows? Very cool. Yeah, we're all ready. I'm listen. I am ready and willing to go right now. Except it's daytime and it's hot, so yeah. <laughs> we'll just yeah. we'll, we'll wait and see if it cools off a little bit. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this uh, this summer no. stuff that's been <laughs> happening lately. No, it's just been too humid, hot, and when it's not humid and hot, it's rain. Yeah, and I'm just tired of that. And it, only, and it only rains for a couple minutes, and then the sun comes out, and it makes it even uh, worse. Not, not over here. No, no, not over really. here. Gosh, mighty, it it, ra it rains for days. That's ridiculous. We're living in a monsoon season now. Yeah, that's yes. stupid. I mean, we uh, we should just go to. Uh, <laughs> we should all just move to Florida. <laughs> no, I'm there. I'm on board. <laughs> it takes me about twenty minutes to throw some clothes in a bag. <laughs> And we got a camper. There you go. So we're off. 
we're going Labor Day up um, to Northern Kentucky. We're going to camp right on the river. We'll be fishing and we'll be doing some ghost hunting stuff too. We're going to take our little equipment. Awesome. Good deal. What, how, where are you going to? Like, We're actually going to stay in Indiana. It's called Vivi. It's, um, it's right across the river from the Kentucky Speedway. So, uh, oh, there's that. You'll be close to well. I mean, I don't, you you won't be like close, super close, but you'll be close to Louisville. And I saw that Waverly Hills is starting in September. They're doing a um, a night with Michael Myers. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <insanity>. So <laughs> they're gonna have like the actor who played Michael Myers in the um, Rob Zombie remake. Probably. I guess he's actually gonna be Michael Myers there at Waverly Hills and like chase you around or whatever. I don't know exactly. <laughs> I didn't really read into it. I just saw it and I was like, okay, well, that's <laughs> that's something fun traveling. Oh, dang, yeah. that would be wild. Yeah. My daughter actually stayed there. So, woo. Sorry, um, I'm, I'm a little distracted But here, we won't uh, be too snowman. far from there. Maybe You're, an uh, hour. Awesome. Well, I'm a little distracted here, snowman. Your your ignorant daughter has decided to start texting me profusely while <laughs> I'm uh, in the middle of something here. Well, okay, just tell her you're in the middle of something. <laughs> you know as well as I do that doesn't mean anything to her. Well, don't be nice. I'm being hey, nice. Be nice. Family, put her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she got some good stories. I can guarantee yes. it. Well, yeah, we could do that. Tell her to get up there and give her, put her on there for a minute. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Now we could. Yeah, He's gonna kick your butt. I mean, I, I, I guess the uh, the quality of the show can go down some. It's okay. Stop. You hush. Oh, hey, listen. The further I get, the further I get into podcasting the further I've decided that I'm just going to start inviting people like that just walk by my house. I'm going to be like, Hey, you want to come in here and be on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best. Listen, you find, you'll find stories out that you had no clue even existed. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like random yeah. people. Here we, we'll start bringing our pets oh. on. So they can come oh. and talk. Say hi, everybody. Buddy. Hey, John. Jim, my name's Chunk. Yes, sir. I'm Chunk. Just me. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> all right. Oh, <laughs> I kicked him in the head by mistake. Well, <laughs> poor dude. <laughs> poor guy. He's bad. So, He's a little character. <laughs> so, uh, from the uh, oh, well, just got confirmation that, um, your daughter says, I suppose I could. I guess it's going to kill her to walk in here and talk to you people. Well, <laughs> I suppose I could. <laughs> She's such a dick. <laughs> Stop that. Stop. Stop that. I don't know I raised you better next week. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Sorry. I, this this, this <laughs> is um, anything that goes Sunday today. Yeah. All right. So I have, um, I have in, in, in the spirit of our guests, the spooky family, my favorite spooky family, uh, I have, uh, come up with seven of America's most haunted roads. Awesome. Ooh, ooh. That's interesting. In the state of Kentucky or United States? 
the United States. Uh, okay. uh, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 mostly there's a lot of the Northeast are on here, which we talked about when um, the last time we spoke with you guys, uh, which was on your show, which would be a couple weeks from now, right? It's like it's like the craziest time travel conspiracy ever. <laughs> talked to us last week, but we won't hear about it this week and or next week, and now this we're doing a different one. It's, yeah, yeah. you remember when you come back in time to start that coffee shop, and I told you about that thing, and then, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I remember all that. Yeah, <laughs> even though it hasn't happened yet, it's it's right up here. So it's in the past and it's in the future. So what makes the present? I haven't got presents in a while. My birthday was last month. Didn't even get one. That's that's terrible, Gertie. We had an agreement. <laughs> I love it. We said that we wouldn't buy anything for each other because we were trying to redo our bathroom. She had an agreement. <laughs> she had an agreement. <laughs> and the spooky, man, the spooky mansion needed, needed a new bathroom. We had to work on Because the last one was too spooky. <laughs> yeah. Marge and I had the same agreement. Guess what? Both of us broke it. <laughs> We did. <laughs> Apparently, I've been in this agreement for the last couple of years. I'm just starting to learn it, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Tell them about what awful kind of you know Christmas gifts I get you and stuff like that, right? It was it was horrible. She made me go to New York. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, that is bad. I've yeah. been. Wow. She, made me, she made me fly on an airplane. It was. This bad. is well. Horrible. I think I'm going up on you. We went on a bus. 14 oh. hours on a bus to go to New I've York. Done, I've, I've done that before too, and it's not, I'm not a fan of it either. So I understand. I got you both oh. beat. Try driving downtown New York in a semi truck. You oh, win. Hands no. <laughs> down. Oh, no. Yeah, terrible. No. Terrible stuff. No, no. I want to hear more <laughs> about this agreement, uh, Gertie. You guys, uh, I, want, I want to hear more about the, uh, the, uh, the Christmas gifts he gets and, and things like that because I feel like. We have stumbled onto an episode of possibly Dr. Phil here. Mm. <laughs> he likes to say that he doesn't get anything for holidays, but he got one of the best Christmas gifts, I think, that anyone's gotten. Uh, he got tickets to, uh, to fly to New York City. He got tickets to WrestleMania. He got tickets to uh, the first New Japan pro wrestling show in America. He got tickets to uh, NXT takeover wrestling promotion he also got ticket uh tickets to uh wrestlecon and got to take uh pictures with the four horsemen wow and those all sound like pretty awesome gifts there yeah. if you you have to save yourself. which i try to learn about wrestling for him to buy him all those things what do you oh, have to uh, wow and then and hey. then he's like oh, anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, elliot i think i'd back out now if i was you yeah, hey, I bought it from Stephen King books. I consider it even. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. I don't know. I think I. I think right. I'd stop now. <laughs> it's it's okay, guys. I already know what's getting ready to happen. I'm I've I've lost this battle. So is this uh, yeah. the holes just getting deeper and deeper? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really I just want to say, I know, right? I just want to say it was uh, nice doing my last podcast appearance with you guys. Uh, my, my last podcast appearance ever. So. Let me find a spoon, a wooden spoon, so I can stir this a little bit more. 
Yeah, okay, no. There's another third going on right there. It's, it's okay, guys. We we don't we, we don't stay mad at each other. That's exactly right. stays mad at me. There you go. Sure. Well, you know, I just victim mentality. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of something when you were talking about the most haunted roads up where I'm from up in Davu Park, there is a, a place up there called Levitation Point that you put your car in neutral and it pulls you up a hill. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, have you, have you tried this? Yes, we used to do it all the time. And it's something with the gravity there. Gravitational point, that's what it's called. Not levitation, gravitational point. Hmm. and you it's a street it's just a street and it goes uphill and when you pull up you put your car in neutral and take your foot off the brake and it pulls you up the hill no, it's really that's crazy cool. that's very cool uh, yeah and next time we go up north we want to go i'll have to take you up there to it are you I guys gonna be real slow are you guys I mean, gonna be close to that you know nah, push you up the hill nah but, well but this time, before we get over there, we're going to be having a camper behind us. So I don't know if they could push it up the hill or not. Well, that, with that extra weight, we might be going so fast we can't stop when we get to the top. No, that's true. <laughs> now, the, uh, uh, so there, there's a similar story uh, actually around here on a set of railroad tracks um, that you can park your car on the railroad tracks. And a lot of people will put uh, baby powder on the back of their car and see, and, the, hand and see the handprints. Yes, yes. It's it's supposedly it's not like like a like a like an adult size hand. It's it's children's hands. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, 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 they actually did a show on it. One of those. I, don't know, I actually saw an episode where they did a piece on that. And it was it was interesting. I'd love to try it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's not very far from from where I am right now. Um, I, I can't remember where it was at. I'd you know where Bowman is? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the train tracks there. Really? Mm -hmm. Which side? The on you know the Bowman cross the Bowman Bridge and it's the yeah. train tracks. So you just pull up there at the uh, like you cross after you cross the river because that's yeah, kind you, of the hill there. No, you, you're going to pull on to the train tracks and put your car in neutral. Okay. Well, that's really not safe, but. No, not at all. Well, and the story goes that, you know, I guess haunted in the first place. So. Yeah, exactly. It's like haunted the first time. The, that's the story is that uh, there were some children that were there and they got, you know, ran over by a train or something. I mean, you have said everybody's name on here today. What's his name, what's his, what's his name again? I forgot. Snowman. That's yeah. it. I said, you, Shadow Man. Shadow man. Ooh, yeah. that got weird. That's fun too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the seven most haunted highways in America, Route 2A in Haynesville, Maine. In 1967, there were apparently two young girls about 10 years old who were struck by a vehicle and passed away along Route 2A. The story claims that one of the girls hasn't crossed over to the other side and still roams the road. Over the decades, and even in recent years, multiple drivers have mentioned seeing a young girl wandering around on the side of the road at night. 
Some drivers even uh, reported pulling over to give uh, to try to give the girl a ride. Uh, and a few claims that the girl got in the vehicle, but shortly after driving away, she disappeared right there beside the driver in the passenger seat with the car moving. Hmm. Well, I mean, that it's, would. It's that stories would like in. these that make me not want to pick up hitchhikers ever. Oh, no. these, ever. these stories make you not want to pick up a hitchhiker. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the, the mass murdering hitchhiker. No, no yeah, I mean, a peewee, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can always find your peewees. The guy it was the worst nine on this road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a garbage truck fell off the Empire State Building. Is that what she says? I think. I think. It made it the gar- yeah, like the yeah, like a garbage truck fell off the right. Empire State. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look up exactly and write it all down and re- memorize it because <laughs> that is a great point. That is hilarious. So there is a common phenomenon reported on Clinton Road, referred to as the Phantom Headlights. The story goes that um, the story now, goes where, that road at? okay. Clinton Road is West Milford, New Jersey. West Milford, New Jersey. Yes. Okay. This is another one. Hmm? Yes, this is a different one. Okay. Yeah, this is this one is in New Jersey. The first one was in Maine. Uh, the story goes there is what appears to be a dark vehicle with its high beams on that tailgates the driver dangerously close and then it just disappears into thin air another clinton road mystery is based on a new jersey legend the legend claims that the ghost of a boy who drowned in a creek below a bridge on clinton road still lurks under that bridge today if you visit the bridge they say to throw a coin in the water and the ghost boy will toss it back up at you Mm. Archer, that kind of stuff that kind of stuff interests me to no end because i mean if like legends are awesome and and you know all that stuff but when there's actual physical interaction that's when i get you know that that's pretty cool yeah i mean it would be it would be neat to throw a coin in and then have it come back at you that's pretty cool yeah yeah because i mean i don't know a fish with a good enough arm that can do that mm-hmm. and so you know well, they got something. small arms they're like tyrannosaurus yes that's true so archer avenue archer avenue in chicago illinois when it comes to haunted places in chicago archer road almost always comes up there's a stretch of road between saint james sag church and resurrection cemetery that is apparently home to to wandering spirits the eerie road winds through overgrown overgrown trees cemeteries and bodies of water with multiple ghostly sightings reported in the area over decades One of the most notable sightings is that of Resurrection Mary. The story of Mary goes, one night she was out with her boyfriend when they got into an intense argument in the car on the way home from a party. She insisted her boyfriend pull over so she could get out and walk home. He let her out, and as she began to walk along the road, an unidentified vehicle struck her her in a hit-and-run accident. The person who struck her was never found, and Mary was later uh, buried in Resurrection Cemetery. There are numerous accounts of men picking up a female hitchhiker with blonde hair and blue eyes dressed in party attire. She seems to be very quiet, but as they pass the Resurrection Cemetery, she asks to be let out and disappears into the cemetery. Um, I have actually heard that story multiple times on those um, Haunted Places shows and that that I watch. <laughs> Resurrection Mary, very pro- popular story. Oh, yes. Do you know how creepy that would be, though? I mean, to have somebody in sure. your car 
and then just, just look over and they're gone. Yeah, I mean, like, how do you come back from that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like well, you, you'd have to play it off to uh, to you just been tired or something, right? I mean, well, you know, hallucinations for a, for a long time. Uh, you know, 75 that runs between, um, well, it runs through central Kentucky. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. For a long time, there was a story. And, I, in, you know, this is probably made up. Uh, in fact, I'm almost 100% sure, but it's in the same vein of somebody driving down the road. They see a hitchhiker. They pick him up. You know, it's usually a guy. He gets in the car. He's intensely quiet. He never says anything. He doesn't do anything. And, you know, after a couple miles, the, the driver's trying to talk to him, you know, like, hey, buddy, you know, what, where are you going? What's going on? And, like, he never says anything. He's just staring off into space. And then about a couple miles down, down the road, he'll turn to him and he'll say his lips are on the trumpet, and then he disappears. And, like, I've heard that story a hundred times from, like, you know, people around here. Um and I, you know, I, I'm thinking it's, it's, you know, it's, it's probably somebody saying, you know, biblical, you know, religious related, his lips are on the trumpet, you know, he's ready, you know, God's ready to send Jesus back, you know, all that stuff. But in the same vein, imagine how just incredibly insane and scary that is, you know, if you're the driver of that vehicle and sure. then something happens, you know, like, oh, definitely. like, I don't think. I would be telling that story because I don't think I would be able to logically like formulate thoughts if that happened to me. (laughs) It would be very tough. I mean, that's, and if you, if you think about it, I mean, you would have to be, I mean, you would really have to think about it to come to that conclusion because I mean, you, you would to, to the religious part of it, because having that just said randomly to you, I, I, I know that I probably wouldn't put two and two together. Not immediately. Right, but, right exactly. And that, that's why I said it's, it's probably something someone's made up because I've heard a lot of it like through people that I've went to church with, people, you know what I'm saying? Like people that have, <laughs> that have heard this story and they wholeheartedly believe it. And I believed it for a long time until I started realizing that these kinds of stories, especially like that and Resurrection Mary, every state has that story you know what i mean like it's it's never the same name but every state has a story where there's a phantom hitchhiker you know what i'm saying like somebody who who you stop you you pick up and then they disappear before you reach your your destination you know what maybe it's a warning uh um i read so we do a lot of stuff about the mothman you know the mothman's one of my favorite and one of my favorite stories and uh there was a, I don't think it was John Keel. It might've been Gray Barker, but one of, one of the people who wrote books about it said that there were um, phantom hitchhikers there where they would pick them up and they would say, you know, uh, tragedy approaches or tragedy is coming or, you know, whatever, and then disappear. Um, so, you know, they've got that in Fukushima in Japan, you know, after the whole, uh, nuclear meltdown and, and, uh, tsunami and all that, uh, cab drivers would pick up people and take them, you know, they were told to take them somewhere. And when they reached the destination, they were not in the cab anymore. And uh, I mean, it got so bad there that they actually were doing studies on that, you know, at the collegiate level. And 
cab drivers quit actually going to those places, not because they were scared, but because they were losing money on their fares. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that kind of stuff. To me, that is creepier than having a than going into a building and seeing a ghost. Because, I mean, other than you seeing it, there's Please. no physical evidence. <laughs> but right. to have and- somebody open your door, get in your car, be in your presence, sit with you as you drive them, and then disappear, it's creepy. Oh, yeah, the, the, the physical interaction. When you got off the expressway up north where I lived, the road down to my town went through a park, and it was kind of a hill, went down to the river, and it went through the woods and that, and it was called Sleepy Hollow. So can you imagine the stories that I heard? I mean, and you don't know if they're made up or not, but mainly it's a blue lady, a lady in a blue dress. But yeah, that road yes. up northern Kentucky is known as the haunted road to go down, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Wow. And, and I mean, I'm not discrediting any stories like that. I mean, there's, it's like I always oh, tell Oh, no, people, I'm sure they see something. Yeah, there's a grain of truth to everything. Like nobody just randomly starts these stories and, and they spread around the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you are you spiking it? No, I don't spike my teeth. Okay, <laughs> I spike my coat. <laughs> All right. So speaking of it's like a stop. Speaking of a sleepy hollow. Uh, top sounding name this next one is mount misery road hmm. out of Mil- Gertie, Gertie, this one's you where's that i just of- read stuff about i mean like very very minimal things about it but it has some stuff to do with the mothman mythos and john keel and what happened to him after uh point pleasant if you may want to look that up at some point but i don't really know what all to, to speak on it but <laughs> Oh, you want to share odd, a little bit? He had, he had some odd happenings after, happen after that, uh, after Point Pleasant, and it was in uh, Mount Misery. Oh, was, really? Is it, is it Mount UFO? Misery? Would you buy a house in Mount Misery? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. So Mount Misery Road comes out of uh, Melville, Long Island. Uh, Mount Misery Road and Sweet Hollow Road run basically parallel parallel to each other and are about 40 miles outside of Manhattan. Countless horror stories uh, and talk of spirits have come from us, or have come from those who travel along these roads, and there is a common theme often related to areas that locals consider cursed or off-limits. One notable legend is that of a mental asylum built sometime in the 1700s near Mount Misery Road. A disturbed mental patient living there committed arson on the asylum, and it burned to the ground, resulting in many lives lost. Well, so, again, I wouldn't live in Mount Misery. <laughs> so, <laughs> nor would I go visit there. So this next one, uh, everyone probably does know about Sunshine Skyway Bridge. Does that ring a bell to anyone? Where is it? Tampa Bay, Florida. Nope. I've, no, actually, cro- I've actually crossed over this bridge. Well, the new one, not the old one. Awesome. Let's hear about it. I, I've never heard of it. So this five and a half mile long bridge connects the city of St. Petersburg to Manatee County and acts as a line that separates Tampa Bay and the Gulf of Mexico. 
the current standing bridge is not uh, not the one that was there 40 years ago. The previous Sunshine Skyway Bridge was struck by a cargo ship in 1980. Uh, the impact caused the section of the bridge to collapse during the um, into the water below, taking with it a Greyhound bus and several cars. 35 people passed away as a result of the incident. Wow. Sightings of ghosts wandering the old sections of bridge, now used as fishing piers, have been reported with some people even claiming that uh, they hear what sounds like a bus coming toward them, followed by just a gust of wind and the smell of gasoline. The recurring story talks about late-night motorists who have spotted what appears to be a woman standing alone on the bridge around midnight. Some motorists have claimed to have even picked her up and given her a ride uh, and expressed that she became extremely nervous in the car, wanting to get to the end of the bridge. All claims said that she vanished from the vehicles before the motors could reach the other side of the bridge. Well, now if you've not if you've not looked up the history, I've of never these, heard that. Yeah, if you've not looked up the history of the of the uh, Sunshine Skyway Bridge, you need to uh, YouTube it, check it out. There's a small documentary on it. Uh, it's a tragic accident. Is is basically what it boils down to. Uh, they had essentially what it was was a very strong and severe thunderstorm at the time and um, a very experienced pilot in the boat or in the cargo ship um, went off course, couldn't, couldn't control the ship and it hit the bridge and several motors were killed. It's a very sad accident, but, but check it out. So route 40, or excuse me, route 44 in Rehoboth, Massachusetts, uh, on Route 44, there have been numerous accounts of motorists spotting a bearded hitchhiker with dark eyes. Claims say the bearded hitchhiker appears to be pretty roughed up as if he'd been in a car accident of some sort. The most terrifying part is that the motorists have, who've spotted him don't claim to have seen him on the side of the road. Rather, he appeared suddenly in their empty back seats. He All right, that's to... it. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Never mind. That see no, that's wrong. (laughs) So just just think about it. You don't actually have to stop and pick this guy up. You're just driving down the road and he appears in your back seat. That's like, have you seen the thing that people are doing that have uh, backup cameras on their vehicle and they're taping a picture of uh, Reagan from The Exorcist over top of the backup camera? No. When they put it in reverse, the that that face pops up. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! I'm doing that now. (laughs) That's hilarious. But I mean, just driving along and like in between here and Pikeville, and all of a sudden a, a homeless hippie. Shows up in my back seat. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out dude. Absolutely. I'm abandoning that car beside the road. <laughs> have it. Well, the rest of That's uh, right. So, so he's said, movie, Urban Legends, you know. Yeah. Is, is it the first one with, you know, how it starts, then she's driving in her car? Do you remember Elliot? Like, uh, you know, about she's driving in her car and then she's the, the guy at the gas station. I think it's Brad Dorf, remember? trying to get oh, her to stop yeah yeah and then she's like oh he's trying to get he's trying to lure me into the station he's gonna do something to me he's gonna you know and what he was he was trying to you to know warn her somebody her that there's somebody oh back. yeah remember that. and then she drives off and you know <laughs> wow grundy yeah. is a movie fan she's one of, she's like mike when mike grundy. talks about that stuff and i just go oh, okay yeah 
Yeah. Well, Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf's really famous. That's Chucky. That's a uh, worm. What is he? Worm. Worm tongue. Yeah. Worm rings. Now um, listen. He's the yeah. sheriff in the uh, Halloween. In the new Halloween movies. You know. Yeah. No, never seen any of them. Marge, did, <laughs> you, seen any of them. did you call her Grundy? It's fun. Yeah, what's her? What Gertie. is it? Gertie. Gertie, I was Gertie. close. Grundy's <laughs> from now from on. It's Grundy. I'm gonna have to redo all the intros and uh, everything. So I'm gonna have to start writing the names now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I no had disrespect, Elliot. I had no to go. disrespect. Elliot, trust me. do you remember? <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, hey, listen, it's hard, especially when you like, especially like in our case, like we, you know, we, well, your all's case too, I'm sure. <laughs> When you're family and you're trying to have a conversation and you're trying to remember all these different names. And, I know, right? You know. I'm an only child. So it's like I'm not used to big family or anything. <laughs> and like PT will tell you, there were times on the other show where I would just say my own names, like out of the blue. <laughs> like I'd you be good with everybody else. I never person. would say their other people's names, but okay. mine, I'd blow it every time. Every time. <laughs> well, no disrespect. Sorry about that. Woo. So oh, with, us okay. with, us today is, with us today is the Spooky Family with Elliot and Grundy, and they are here to <laughs> advertise their new show, The Spooky Family. Missing <laughs> bugle, but <laughs> bugle. <laughs> we got we got Elliot, Grundy, and Bugle. Yep. Oh my God, that's so funny. And Shadow Man. And Shadow Man. <laughs> that's a parallel dimension names. That's you know. That's, it's the multiverse. Yeah, we're phasing in and out just slightly. We're professionals. <laughs> That's right. In every sense of the word. So right. Kelly Kelly Road in Ohioville, Pennsylvania, on a uh, a specific one mile stretch of Kelly Road, is home to peculiar signings and occurrences. Kelly Road is lined with thick, dark foliage. This section of road appears to turn both wild and domesticated animals violent in. Uh, with multiple cases being reported of attacks on people. On top of that, ghostly white silhouettes have been frequently reported on this stretch of road. The bizarre activity taking place on this section of road hasn't been scientifically explained. Current theories suggest activity from a local cult in the area, the portions of supposedly cursed uh, land alongside the road. See, I don't, I, I don't deal with cults very well. That kind of creeps me out. I get that. And you know what the you know what the crazy part about that is, you know where I mean I don't have to explain where we live at. We live in a weird like hilly Appalachian area, and the roads in this area are all curvy and and you know you don't really know what's around that next curve. You know what I'm saying? So like oh yeah, like I could imagine like everything we're talking about just going around a curve and seeing like. A group of coldest. <laughs> you never know. I mean, just sitting there burning some tires in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I've seen that before. Well, well there you go. See, well, up here, Halloween, you know. Yeah, yeah. Road you're, you're not going to get out of the town. They light, you know, tires on fire and on the on the bridge. <laughs> yep, that's happened numerous times. Yeah. <clears throat> we live in a little Afghanistan here. <laughs> Just gotta get our own little warlords and yep. get them together. 
Yeah. Well, that's the seven most haunted roads in America. Did you notice the majority were in the eastern part of the United States? It yeah. Well, I mean, like in the mid, just the, um, Florida. Yeah, there was one. There was one in Florida and one in Chicago, and the rest were in the Northeast. That's that's what I said. It seems like the Northeast is way more active paranormally than the rest of the world. And it, you know, I wonder, like, especially with you know, there's a couple reasons. The Appalachian Mountains are there. You know what? Who knows what's in the Appalachian Mountains? You know what I mean? Like, honestly, right. we, we I've been here my whole life, and I find you know new stuff all the time, and then the you have all the battles of the original, you know, Revolutionary War, you know, and all that stuff. Civil War was on the East Coast. And just all kinds of death and destruction. And who knows, man? You know, it's crazy. I'm yeah. a daughter of the Revolutionary War. Really? Remember, yes. That's awesome. Yes. That well, is... you know, talking about um, seeing weird things around here, mm-hmm. like I've said multiple times, I've grew up up north so i just moved down here the last couple of years out our front door we were sitting there watching tv it's only been about a month ago there comes there stands this dog i thought it was a great day now we live up in a holler by ourselves so there's nobody up here so we see all kinds of wildlife mike i told my i said whose dog is that and i said oh my gosh it looks like a wolf and Mike got up and he first thought it looked like a coyote, but then when it moved, it was huge. Well, they're not supposedly there are no wolves down here, but whatever this was, was not a domestic dog. It had a long snout like a coyote, but it was dark and it had huge ears and a huge tail. Hmm. This, this thing was, this thing, Probably weighed two hundred pounds. So like a dire. Yeah, and uh, Sam he chases you know everything out of here. This is his ranch. He he doesn't like other animals. Well, he takes off 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 the porch after it, and as he's running down towards it, I see the size difference. Sam's probably seventy pounds, something like 65, 70 pounds. He's a big dog. This thing was twice his size or better. It was huge. And then I started hollering for him to come back. He did. No, he didn't listen, and the the other one just kind of looked over his shoulder and just moseyed on up 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 the hill. And, so we got uh, a really good look at it. It wasn't just a yeah. flash, but this was the biggest animal. And I hunt, but this is the biggest animal that I've ever seen. I don't know what it was. Yeah, and and, and Marge looked up, looked up what we thought it might be on the uh, on the internet, and it come back as a red wolf. Wow. You know, we, yeah, and they were, I think, I guess they were indigenous to this area at one time, but they, they're not hearing, they're extinct or whatever. But, you know, possibility, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of empty land here, it's all hillside, no one builds on it, you know. A lot of, yeah, we live out way out in a rural area. We're not anywhere near town or anything, so. We see all kinds of little critters, but that one was unique. Yes. And I think that's crazy that you all live out in a rural area like that uh, because of the wilderness uh, and the the forest and the hills and everything like that. No, thank you. I love it. Listen, I've lived in a town all my life, and 
this is the most peaceful place ever. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure you yeah. say that until that red wolf comes in your window and well, I'll shoot that wolf. Until you wake up one night. <laughs> well, yeah, I will. You... I'll shoot it. I don't want it up here. I'll kill a coyote. I don't care. I don't want them up here. I have animals. Hey, coyotes are a problem. Coyotes are getting yes. worse and worse. Coyotes yeah, but... are definitely an issue around here. Yeah. yeah. Now, that story, though, that story pt and the story that marge and snowman just told brings me to a road that you didn't mention but that uh i I guess it's not haunted technically so it wouldn't be included but uh up in wisconsin you have bray road and uh oh yes uh, yeah the beast of bray road yes Mm -hmm. i've heard that yeah and uh that's supposed to be like a a wolfman type cryptid type Mm -hmm. you know skin type animal right so uh, I, I see there's just all of these places and and you're going to get to experience a lot of this. And that's why I'm looking so forward to your all's podcast. Just the stories that you can bring back from the road. Oh, yeah. Just all the, and all the different people that you're going to experience, like and meet and their stories and, and everything that you get to share with us. That's why if you're not watching the paranormal trucker, you need to be listening to and watching the paranormal track. That's right. You all are going to have the best stories. And I, it just, it makes me so happy to know that you're, you're going to get to continue on telling these stories to everybody. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I do appreciate that. Uh, pretty sweet little plug there. That's pretty awesome. But it's on your, it don't really help, right? <laughs> I like it. That was a good segue. That was good. Uh, no, I'm I'm kind of if you can see I'm kind of pumped up now. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm but listen, up. you need to be pumped up. Like you need to be pumped up. You need to like those stories are the best stories. Like I knew a, I knew a guy a long time ago. He's he's passed away now, but he he used to drive a truck out west, and he would tell us stories about you know getting these government contracts and and not being allowed to ask what was in the truck. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, and having to do all that stuff. And, driving through the desert seeing just weird strange things going on in the desert and like i used to love those stories i used to think those stories were just fantastic and and now knowing that you're which i know you're not really out west right now and doing all that stuff but just the fact that you're driving these roads driving these highways it gets me pumped man you know like i'm gonna live vicariously through you (laughs) <laughs> well and I'm, I'm hoping it, it goes as 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 well as as what we're hoping i mean it um there are some interesting characters on the road and you know i've heard those stories before i've talked to a couple drivers that'll tell the tales that they go into uh, into the desert and just turn off onto a dirt sandy desert road and drive for a few miles and they're met out there with a pickup truck and the guy tells them not to move don't get out of the cab and their truck just starts slowly going underground and then you can feel the truck behind them or, you know, the truck behind, you know, the back of the truck, you can feel it moving when they're unloading and then it raises him back up and he takes out and he drives off and there's nothing on the landscape that you can see. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Where I, where I worked before, um, you know, we would get, we would get five, six trucks a week coming in there and there was one driver and uh, he had, he had our run our for, Gosh, many years, and I got to talk to him one night, and I asked him about some of the strange things that he might have seen. He goes, he goes, 
he's a man of the strangest. He's a, before I started working at the company he's working at now, he was a independent contractor and he had a government contract like that. And he said, he was out, <coughs> I forgot which state it was, said, drove out through the middle of this cornfield for miles. He's, and when he got out the road, there was a, uh, just a metal building standing out in the middle of this cornfield. He went in, the truck lowered the truck down, they unloaded him, some soldiers come out, signed his paperwork, they raised him back up, he went out the other end. And then he also said he was in the middle of New York City, did the exact same thing. Went down an alley, pulled in the garage, truck lowered, they unloaded him, soldiers come out, signed his paperwork, they raised him back up, and he went out the other side of the building. Now, see, that's interesting. That's um, what you're talking about. That's that is actually I've heard that on several different uh, several different times from several different drivers uh, yeah. that they'll actually go into a, like a parking garage type structure in New York uh, and be lowered underground. Yeah, it, you know, it's hard to tell them what they've got. Which you know, if you'll do some research, you know, they they're. I guess in the midst of digging of water tunnels to bring water down from the north to the city. And those tunnels are 800 feet deep. You know, it's hard to tell what they have anyway. And then you got your subways are probably, you know, 30 or 40 feet deep. And then they may have some even deeper. I don't know. Well, you, I mean, you think about all the like abandoned subway tunnels. What's oh, in them? Yeah. You know, what are they using them for? Ghostbusters too. Ghostbusters <laughs> too. That's where I was going. <laughs> But, you know, we went to, uh, we went to, uh, when I went to New York, it was, I chaperoned a school trip and, um, they took us to ground zero. Well, everything, you know, was scooped out and there was just a big hole in the ground. They hadn't started building anything back yet, but the subway tunnels you could see came out and they were a good 60 feet or whatever below ground level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're digging you know, on that city, they, if they've got to have some kind of infrastructure or something, that's a perfect place to hide it. Because they, you know, while they're digging a tunnel, they can dig a big old room to whatever they need to do, and nobody's going to notice the extra dirt or well, rocks sitting out there. Yeah, the whole southern end of that city is nothing but landfill, you know, that yeah. they brought in to, to extend the city. So, yeah. what you know, what could they have built while they did that? Exactly, so. you know. That, and they, they uh, which I watched a show on the World Trade Center, and that, uh, what is it? I think they call it Battery Park, which is like uh-huh. on the tip of uh-huh. Manhattan. Yeah. All that dirt they excavated out of there, they filled that in and extended the island out. You know, well, who's to say that they're still not working at it, you know? Right. You know, while they're right. all out, they could do all kinds of stuff. Well, you know, it's hit, it would be hidden in plain sight. Exactly. And that's, that's sometimes the best place to hide something uh, nefarious or otherwise is in plain sight. The Denver airport. Exactly. Yep. Why, exactly. Do you need that? Why do you need those big, huge tunnel systems underneath the Denver airport? I know they say it's to get storage from one place to another, but come on. Right. <laughs> Why do you build an airport and then cover it up and then build another airport on top of it? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, the one thing that, uh, that surprises me about I mean, yes, you're hiding something in plain sight. You're putting it in the middle of a big city, and you're probably not going to notice stuff going in and out. But it, just like the Denver airport, New York City, or any of the major cities, why would you stick it in a prime target for a nuclear bomb if some, one of our enemies were 
Well, again, it just depends on how far underground it is. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 really no secret if you watch anything about uh, nuclear weapons, you, your your maximum ability of that weapon is to detonate it a few hundred feet off the ground, not of ground course, level. Of course, because you're getting the maximum, you know, um, expansion of that explosion. And if they hit it right on the ground, it's not going to go down; it's going to go up. So if it's right. Whatever's right um, right below it is gets destroyed as well. But what I'm saying is, now you've got radiation and you know all kinds of destruction around. You're probably not going to be able to get your stuff in and out unless you have a tunnel system to get it out. And that may be what that is. That may just be a drop off point and it goes somewhere else. Could be. Well, you know. In the decommissioned nuclear silos in the Midwest, that uh, people are like buying into these like big huge high priced underground oh, yeah. con the you know, condo, uh, survival yeah. shelters yeah i saw that yeah and they've got tunnel systems that connect those mm -hmm. you know, it, like that way they can travel back and forth and i you know and that those tunnel systems have to be new i mean nobody's going to link you know that stuff right, so. right. and well you know um, an air force base that has those nuclear missiles or whatever are they're not all in one little pile they're scattered out for you know miles apart you know just you know in case one gets taken out it's not gonna take all of them out. and that makes a lot of sense you know why not have big tunnels for these places yeah well and i know the rumor for um the denver airport is that there are miles and miles of tunnels that yeah, are linking that. possibly even um uh, all linking the, the airport. Area 51. Well, linking them to like uh, uh, Cheyenne Mountain and uh, the Air Force Base that's close by. I can't remember the right. name of it. Dulce uh, or Dulce? Uh, it could be, yeah. yeah um, and that, even that, possibly to Area 51. Right. Well, and, and you got to look. Now they, they've they actually got the technology for these maglev trains. You know, those things three, four hundred mile an hour. Yeah, you know, right. That's a you know, if you can dig, dig a tunnel, nobody's going to know it. They, you know, no pollution. Oh, no a good way to hide it. Exactly. Yeah, there's supposed to be, isn't there like the second White House is underneath there? Where if something happens, they take the president too, and he can run everything from there. Uh, yeah, I want to go on that. Cheyenne Mountain there you're talking about? Gertie, do you no, remember what the name of the hotel was? Greenbrier? Oh, yeah. The Greenbrier. Uh, Greenbrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greenbrier. It was like it for a long time. Uh, it was, it uh, just like modern, you know, super modern times. It was, uh, I guess, the contingency plan if something was to happen to Washington, yeah. D.C. Huh. Yeah, and that's could totally there. yeah you, know, you could I fit all of Congress and their family under there. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, that's crazy, crazy to think. Yeah, very well. The rest of us have to find a cave. Hey, so here's okay, an honest question. Is we live in Kentucky and there's plenty of those. Well, here's an honest question. And and I, I've been asked this question. I've even I've even thought about this quite a bit. End of the world scenario. Let's assume there's a nuclear attack, nuclear winter, uh, or a zombie apocalypse, or, or you know, an asteroid hits, or some kind of extinction level event, whether it's man-made or natural. Would you want to survive the right. initial event 
and struggle and eke your way through surviving? Or would you rather be took out with bombs? I'd rather be taken out. That's the same conclusion I've come to, after, especially after watching The Walking Dead. There's no way I could do that. I don't know. <laughs> I think no I way. could. Um, I don't think I could. I tried. <laughs> no, well, there's no way I could. If it makes you feel any better, after after an event like that, you know, there's there's certain things that you have to do at all these nuclear power plants to keep them running. And after two weeks, if you've got not got anybody doing those things, you ain't going to have to worry about it much longer anyway. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, all right. If it makes you feel better. I don't know if that makes you feel better or not. That might be no, worse. No, it doesn't make no. <laughs> no, I mean, no. you all. You, you have to look at, I mean, it's not just power plant. It's water plant. Yeah. You know, uh, power grid. All that stuff. Yeah. You can probably make it for a little while, but yeah, it, your creature comfort will be gone. That's for sure. Yeah, yep. I can't do that. Nope. <laughs> just, uh, just give me a heads up. Let me get my lawn chair out so I can watch it happen. That's all I ask. I would rather have a zombie apocalypse, though, than a Mad Max type apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah. I'm too too pretty to live through a Mad Max type apocalypse. (laughs) I can't 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 outrun the the zombies, so... (laughs) I don't want to deal with zombies. And I'm a pretty decent driver, so I think I can make it in a Mad Max world. I don't know. Zombies, after a while, you know, they're going to go away. I mean. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Ah, they will. I don't know. Walking Dead's been going for 12 yeah, seasons they're dead, now. Eventually, they just will fall apart. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they're dead, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But they're walking. All right, Snowman, what you got for us? Uh, well, I got a, a a little ghost story, and I was I was alive, but I'm not old enough to remember it. I just I'm recalling what my mother had told me. Um, back in the '60s, my dad went to work for GM up in uh, Detroit, and um, you know, he was in the military after he got out. He went back to GM. And uh, we lived in a little house just on the outskirts of Detroit. And uh, so my dad's mom came up to visit. And she was, I guess, going to watch me while they went to work, whatever. And um, she came one evening. And I, the way the house was made or whatever, they had an, an a extra bedroom set up in the basement. And uh, she came up the next morning and uh, they said, well, how'd you sleep? And she said, I'm packing up and leaving here. She said, I won't spend another night in this house. And they said, why? why what happened? She said, the rocking chair over in the corner rocked all night long. And so that kind of freaked her out. She left. Well, I think it was that a, freaked few me months, out. a few months later, my mom's um, mother and her sister came up and they were sitting there and they heard, said they were sitting there one day and this was during the daytime and they heard a uh, big loud crash and bang out of the bedroom 
And when they ran back there to the bedroom to see what was going on, they couldn't open the door. And they finally pushed the door open, and it was a, a full-size bed. Had flipped completely upside down, and the mattress and box springs were laying up against the door. Oh. And um, they wow. they couldn't explain it. Needs to say, they left, too. Well, and, yeah. Uh, after <laughs> After my mom and dad moved out of the house, they had found out that that was a site of a murder-suicide just not too many months before they moved in. Oh, wow. Wow. So. Wow. But that would scare me. That was my little ghost story. Like I said, I don't remember it. I was too little to remember That's a pretty that. powerful poltergeist. Usually well, they what... just move things real little, but to flip a mattress, wow. It, it wasn't well, it... called Amityville, was it? <laughs> right. Have no idea. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was. That's what we were kind of talking about. Is with depending on how bad the situation was, the uh, the gruesomeness or the um, the emotions or whatever would almost leave an imprint on the fabric of oh what yeah we, we perceive as reality. And I yeah. honestly believe that. Yeah. I, there's just uh, I've heard too many stories like that you know and, and I, I think that, that just the energy that is released during that it can record itself on the energy of the uh, of the area or surroundings whatever it's in and it just plays and plays and plays in a loop or you know it can manifest itself into something you know a little more than that just an image. Which is why I'm afraid to buy anything at a yard sale. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Well, they yeah, stick don't... with items, they say. Yeah, because you don't know what kind of bad juju went down with the little old uh, ashtray that you bought for a nickel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. How many times has that ashtray been thrown at somebody? Exactly. <laughs> you might have brained somebody and so there you go. <laughs> well, I was, I used to be a, a member of a volunteer fire department, uh, and there was a fire engine that was still relatively new um, that we had in our station. And there were several members that always saw this, um, this young lady in our station, just kind of out of the corner of your eye. And um, she was dressed in white, almost like a, almost like a wedding gown. Uh, with black curly hair um and we've seen that forever you know and, and nobody you know finally one day I asked the chief I said you know have you you know you ever seen anything he said yeah I've seen stuff I said what you know can you you know I kind of described what I saw and he said well when this truck was new brand new one of the first runs that he ever went on was a, a car accident and the lady that was there it sent that you described what she looked like so it makes you wonder if she attached herself. To, obviously, she may have attached herself to that truck. Awesome. See, that's, I mean, stuff like that, you, you just never know. You know what I mean? Right. You just know. See, we, We're uh, going to talk about this further as the podcast goes on, but my ex-husband committed suicide, and he attached himself to me, and I mean for years terrible not not mean things but just drove me nuts 
and we'll talk about that later, but I finally went to a psychic and I, we talked about this last week and she walked him toward the light and you have to be open-minded to think about it, but right after that, everything quit. But oh, wow. she said that he was still here and <laughs> hanging on and everything because of the way he left. He didn't understand that he had killed himself and it was just too painful. So he didn't know how to cross over. But anyway, it's all taken care of now. But so I totally believe in that. And he, there's certain items that I have that he has thrown in the floor and stuff that belong to him that I know he's attached himself to. Yeah, I mean, and that's. Now that I've blown everybody's mind. That's very. And it's everybody incre- thinks I'm nuts. No, it's, no, incre- no, it's, no. Inc- <laughs> it's incredibly sad. And I'm sorry for your loss. It really. is sad. And it's terribly sad and it's sad that that he couldn't cross over you know what i mean yeah. that he just kind of hovered for a while because i really honestly believe he did and you know that that just kind of goes to show you what you never know what kind of demons people are, are wrestling with nope. often and and <laughs> he never once said i'm like i wish i was dead or i'm gonna kill myself never once so if you if you know anybody that's struggling with mental illness or depression, reach out because you just never know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and the faces of, of depression are often uh, smiles. Smiles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Robin, you look at Robin Williams. Yes. You look at uh, Chester Bennington. Uh, yes. You look at. Uh, oh, Chris. No, yeah, Chris Cornell. Um, you look at uh, no i'm sorry chris farley uh chris farley yeah oh gosh and i'm i'm blanking what's the what's the guy's kurt cobain kurt cobain kurt cobain yeah well he was married to courtney so well (laughs) (laughs) that already was a death wish (laughs) i'll say i'll say it (laughs) (laughs) that's a death wish that's terrible so, Mark, do you have uh, do you have any more uh, any more ghost stories for us this week? Who? You, you, Marge. Oh, me. Sorry. <laughs> do you have any more uh, uh, ghost stories? See. I know I have. Well, you know what? I'll just um, that'll segue me, and I'll just tell you one about Kevin. Okay. Um, his ex girlfriend had bought him this um, keychain. That was a, um, what the heck do you call them? You put them on your boot, a spur. Because he liked cowboy things. Anyway, he lost it. And he was all tore up about it. So for Christmas that year, I found one at the boot store, just like it. And I bought it for him. Well, he was tickled pink. It was one of his favorite things. Well, the night after he committed suicide, I went out in his truck, because his truck was at the house. I went out in his truck to see if he left his car keys for the truck or anything. And um, there were no keys or anything in there, but that, um, oh, what do I call it? Stirrup. Spur. Spur. Yes, the boot stirrup. It was off his keychain, which he never took it off. And it was laying dead center in the middle of his driver's seat. And he didn't drive that truck 
when he committed suicide, he drove his car. He went over to some property we owned. So, but he took all his keys and everything, but somehow the police got his keys out, but somehow that came back. It was laying right there for me to find. Little things like that, that he never took that off his keychain ever. And he carried it around for years with his keys. Wow. Yeah. So that's that, just one, but that just shows you that people do, they attach to items like furniture and everything. I believe that. Yeah, I believe, I believe that 100% as well. <clears throat> you, you remember the little house I rented over at Green Meadows. You, you lived there for a little while with me. And, uh, I mean, it was just a small farmhouse and you would come in the front door and go through the living room when the two bedrooms were off the right. Well, to go to the bedrooms was a little hallway and I really wouldn't even call it a hallway. It was like a five by five box that you could just go into the those two rooms or the bathroom or up a set of stairs to the attic. And um, I'd just be sitting there in the living room watching TV and I would see shadows moving from the dining room into, the, into that hallway. And um, the diesel, the lab, he would be sitting there, you know, and I, I, at first that's what I thought. Well, that's diesel moving around over there or something like that. And I'd look and be, diesel would be asleep by my feet. And, uh, but numerous times I have seen him sitting in the living room just staring into that hallway. And, yeah, uh, and dogs can pick those up. And it, it was they just. They pick that uh, energy up. You know, and, and there small was nothing ever mean or anything like that and i don't know for some reason i i just always had a feeling it it was a child it wasn't you know an adult or anything it, it was a child because uh you could hear stuff move kind of moving on the stairs every now and then but now i never really saw anything other than just shadows and it was fast enough, and it was, like I say, I was watching TV, and it was just out the corner of your eye, and it was enough to make you look. And uh, that's enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like I said, Diesel would would sit there and just stare into that hallway for hours sometimes. You know. Oh, hang on one second. Got a uh, a guest. Uh oh. Hello. Good. I need tea. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me ask you all a question real quick. Okay. We got talking about movies earlier. Which Halloween movie do you like the best? The original John uh, Carpenter or the Rob Zombie? Oh, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. See, see I, I, I like the, the Rob Zombie version better because it kind of went back into the psyche of Michael Myers when he was a child. You know, I, I like that. I, thought, I I liked it. Don't get me wrong. And and we've met Tyler Maine. You know, we've done all that stuff. But the the thing that killed me about Rob Zombie's Halloween was was part two. Yeah, the part his that part two was just it destroyed it for me. I said, no, I've never seen part two. And I, I'm want, not I'm not a big slasher movie. Right. Uh, that's not. I mean, I like something that makes you think. It's a little more psychological. Right. That's the kind of scary movies I like. Yeah, me too. I like yeah. the thrillers, like psychological thrillers. I like lots of stuff about the Catholic Church because I'm Catholic. Mm -hmm. uh, what is I the name of that kind. movie? 
Mary Beth. The uh, sorry about the cat. It has uh, Matthew McConaughey. You said my real name. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's all right. It's sorry. Grandy. This, 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 uh, this, this is going tits up. This is going tits up. We 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 have called everybody everybody's name. Uh, so we have a special guest. For six months now, I have been trying to get my sister to write down a um, spooky story or a ghost story that she's experienced in her old house. Where's she at? I'm trying to see her. Uh, I'm going to have to get up and let her, but I'm going to let her in here, and she goes by the name Candy Cane. Candy Cane. Hey, I love I love Joyride. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Hey, um. <laughs> Hey, Candy! Hey, what's up, guys? I'm so glad you're a real person because I really thought what was going to happen was a PT was going to come back in with a wig. Sat back down with like a wig on. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Candy Cane, Snowman, Large Orange, (laughs) Elliot, and Gertie. Okay. Why draw the line and he making us eat dog biscuits? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that ain't happening. No. So, um, all right. So one of the stories about, um, that house that we grew up in. So like all the time you would hear, all right. So I lived in like the bedroom that was like closest whenever you walked up the steps, it was like the first door on the left. So like every time, like I would be just laying in my bed and you could like hear them there, be, there were 16 steps and you could literally listen to it and count how many steps that was being taken. And a lot of times my, my door handle would just like jiggle, but there have been so many times it would just like open up and I'd be Ooh. so scared. Ooh. Yeah. And I would think like, okay, which, you know, I was just a little kid at the time. Like I didn't know what was going on. I was like so scared. Mom and dad thought I was just crazy. Like, you know, didn't even like begin. But see, to they go me. toward kids because of the energy level. Yeah, so well, kids, when we're kids, we hear stuff all the time. Yeah, that's true. It's like I had um, like a canopy over my bed and had like a crap ton of stuffed animals on it. And like one night I went to my friend's house and my brother, my other brother was staying there, uh, like just sleeping in my bed. And he said it was like something just punched the bottom of my like tarp thing that had all my animals yeah. and they all just come falling down over him that room was like so scary because like my tv huh. would turn off all the time and like and it was a brand new house yeah it was it was brand new like they just built on whenever i was born so huh. it wasn't an old house no huh but what happened on the land before that house was built well that's yeah. true. Uh, well, true i'm not exactly sure it but the house was built by my grandmother and there was nothing on it it was built in 1976 matter of fact they had just moved in it and in 77 in april they had a flood and it went to the attic the water did oh wow wow it got kind of gutted and you know redone but it was uh the house was new uh it was just a vacant lot uh, nothing ever happened you know we just had added on and that's when all the all that stuff i don't know if we stirred somebody up or whatever 
they say that. But it's, they say it's, that it's does stir it up. Well, I was going to uh, ask. Um, oh shit! What was your name, Candy? Candy Kane. Candy Kane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you went. You went to Upike up there, and, and you stayed in Wickham. Oh my gosh! Did what? Now, I've heard stories that place was haunted. Do you have any stories from there? Yes, actually, this was the most scared that I've ever been. Um, so it was around Halloween, and my roommate, um, okay. I called her BS, and uh, she had actually just been in a car, a car wreck recently. So I let her have the bottom bunk, and I stayed on the top. Well, it was real late one night, and she was sitting on the bottom bunk, and I was over at my desk. Uh, I had an anatomy exam the next uh, next morning. So I was like just going through my flashcards. She was just eating cereal, quizzing me, you know, like, you know how good students do. And yeah. then I like turn around uh, because we had already went through like a couple chapters. She was like, okay, buddy, let's go to the next section. So I go and get like my other cards. And whenever I turn around, like in between us, and there's not even maybe three foot of space. We hear just this deepest, like most evil, like growl. And like, I was scared, but I was like, I don't want to seem crazy. Cause I thought that, you know, maybe I'm just hearing things. No. So I like just turned around, like looked at her and she goes, buddy, I heard that too. And I was like, ah. <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. Just energy. It just made things worse, honestly. Maybe she was just having stomach issues, and she was like, oh, no, it's a ghost. <laughs> See, now, I wish that was it, but, like, it was just, like, it just sounded too, I don't know. I got you. So deep. Very scary. Ooh. I know. She was like, will you sleep with me until I fall asleep? And I was like, no. Like, they're twin-size beds. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> we're both big girls. Like, how are we going to be on there? <laughs> So, chance to go out and uh, do the Octavia Hatcher experience? Um, I did go out there and um, check it out and, like, see the statue and kind of chilled out on the graveyard and stuff, but I never actually had any, like, experience there. Yeah, that's I, I know a lot of UPAC students over the years, and that seems to be the same. Like, they know the legend, but nothing ever really happens. So. yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. When I was uh, little, that was uh, that was always the big thing. <coughs> the statue would move. Yeah, really? and I can't remember the whole story when it was supposed to move or whatever. But they, you know, that was the that was the big urban legend that yeah. the statue would move. Ooh, those are scary. <laughs> That's close by. We can go over there one night. <laughs> I can't, believe, I can't believe more Hatfield McCoy stories. Like you would think there would be more of those in the area. True, true or not, just you know, building off of that. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Um, over in Buskirk, uh, they've got a little park right there on the river, and that's supposedly where the uh, those three McCoy boys got killed. I'd be wondering if there was a you know, if there's ever been an investigation done there. Ooh, that would be cool. We could go down mm -hmm. there. 
with our equipment. Yeah, our, our new stuff. <laughs> with our Ghostbuster equipment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that that would be the the one place that I would think it, you know, possibly because those boys thought they were going to get to go home. They yeah. were letting them go, and they took them over and got them in Kentucky and killed them. And I just wonder, you know, did, is is that place haunted? You know, I you would think that the tourism board would just be like all over that come around Halloween. You know what I mean? You like, would think, yeah. Yeah, you'd think. But I was yeah. actually just kind of sitting here looking on the computer, and the Octavia Hatcher story is number six out of the uh, uh, Urban Legends of Kentucky. What is it? The uh, Octavia Hatcher, the lady who's supposed to be, uh, she died, or that went into a coma, and they thought she was dead, and they buried her, and she was oh, alive. Yeah, I watched a show on that. Yeah. It, it so, made the list, so. Hey, Snowman, what's number one on that list? Uh, hang on, and I'll tell you. Did, Did everyone see? enjoy Candy Cane? Yeah, yeah, everybody enjoyed Candy Cane. Yeah. Thank you, you, Candy Cane. You need to add Candy <laughs> as a regular. Yeah. Uh, don't get carried away there, Elliot. Nailed uh, it. It just says the ghost of Louisville is number one, but now this is quite a long article on it. Um, I mean, you got the Sealbox Hotel, you got Waverly Hills, you've got there's um, so much stuff in Louisville. It says it's the largest intact Victorian neighborhood in the world. Oh, wow. yeah, you got Old Town. Um, yeah, there's so, underground Louisville in there. Yeah, there's uh, underground Louisville. Yeah, all kinds of stuff in Louisville. Yeah, but there's those big caves in Louisville too, right? Yep, mm -hmm. yep. They do the Christmas lights and the pumpkins and inside that, the pumpkins at Halloween, Christmas lights at uh, Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I don't know if you're old enough. Do you remember the three bridges that went into uh, Pikeville um, back three before bridges. they did the cut through? Yeah, there was a, a lower bridge, a middle bridge, and an upper bridge. That's, that's what they were called. Hmm. But at Halloween, the high school kids would go around and steal pumpkins off of the porches of people and they would go down to the lower bridge and climb in. Now this was a, a three span arch steel bridge so they would climb up on top and they would line those pumpkins and light them all across the front of that bridge and, and you know you, they did it as a prank but you talk about something really cool when you just all of a sudden you come around that curve and here's all these pumpkins lit up on this bridge. That would be cool. That it, sounds it, awesome. It was, <laughs> yeah and um that, that was always fun part of. I, I never was in the end of the stealing the pumpkins. I was more on the puns of throwing the eggs. You know? Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I ate an egg. <laughs> we did. You guys ever do um cabbage night? Mm -mm. No, okay. cabbage night. It was the night before Halloween, and we would go out and paraffin windshields. That was a fun thing to do. Take paraffin and we were mean. Wow. And we did the eggs too. We Your generation mean, is why my generation couldn't night. have any fun. The grocery stores in the little town I grew up in quit selling eggs at noon on cabbage night. It's not I surprising. I think that's so weird that like different places had different names for that. Yes. Night. Like, 
some places it's called food. devil's knot and uh, mischief <laughs> knot cabbage knot and right. i think there was a place in new jersey that calls a goosey knot and like, well. like all kinds of different stuff but i thought that was, oh, I it was, was bad. Like, when we were kids it was bad you didn't go out on the streets at night because you get smashed by an egg well that's what i was like. listen there's nothing worse than eggs on a windshield i did mm-hmm. yeah, no. I, I hate an egg oh my god well, we put paraffin on there you can't get it off Ugh, it's terrible Oh my God! Well, when I was little, my sister was sick and didn't get to go trick or treat. So I went out and I was trick or treating for both of them. I had this plastic pumpkin to get my candy in, and all got these high school boys. They drove by, and I was—I don't know—I was probably nine or ten years old. Maybe I was probably younger than that. And they drove by, and it was a perfect lob with an egg, and it went right down that candy bucket and busted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Your sister, poor, you're, I feel so sorry for her. That's funny. That's too funny. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure where we're at on time. I forgot to set my alarm clock. So, um, I've got, I've got one other thing that I want to talk about, uh, before we wrap up. Uh, and this is an article from Newsweek. It says three recent former, uh, U.S. presidents have broached the subjects of UFOs in the past. Donald Trump, Barack Obama, and Bill Clinton. Now, I've said in the past that Trump and Obama obviously know someone. Because if you've ever watched any of the Obama or yeah, any of the Obama interviews on like Jimmy Fallon or anything like that, whenever he is asked about um, UFOs or aliens or existence of such, he he has kind of like a. Huh? It makes me think that he knows something. So, I agree. And Trump answered that question. Yes. And he said, I don't know. I don't know about any, but yeah. I don't know. So the way he answered it, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Like he, and yeah. I, they can't tell us. I and, mean, really. and, and Clinton, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Clinton was going to let it out of the bag. And I'm pretty sure that his wife stepped in and probably signed. It was a it. big deal when Clinton was in because he yeah. would he came out on a speech and he said well, if there's any aliens they haven't told me either. It uh, was a big was, deal part of his um, yeah. campaign because they wanted to release that information. Well see if you watch uh, that Stephen Greer he was all set um, oh gosh what's his name Podesta that was uh, part of Clinton's cabinet there. They were wanting, yes they were wanting to uh, uh, release all that and uh, right. and and Stephen Greer you know he I hate you know I, I don't know I, I guess he's a pretty good actor as well as a doctor because he, he starts crying he starts telling this story and yeah, I didn't sudden, understand that part and all of a sudden they just said they just dropped everything and backed away you know and what makes me think is you know that they the CIA or whoever or whatever agencies in charge of all that come by and said you know it didn't take much to take Kennedy out. You want to be the next one, you know, yeah. and he backed off it. Well, and, and again, I said Hillary. Um, I just say Hillary because the you know the, if she supposedly kills everyone that dies of suicide. So I'm just making a joke, everybody. Yeah, I, I think I think the closest president, and I think he actually told us if we were paying attention, was probably Reagan. Yeah, I mean, yes, there, there was a couple yeah. times Reagan made statements like. Right. Uh, like when they were watching was it et and and uh he he leaned over to steve 
Spielberg and said, uh, only a couple of people in this room know how true this movie is or, yeah, or how uh, close you got it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, my favorite one though, was, uh, when he supposedly asked Gorbachev, uh, you know, would Russia stand with us if we were attacked by somebody, yes. from, you know, and I mean, said yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, that, to me, that seems like he was trying to tell us something. You know, yes. he, he, he had a close encounter himself, didn't he? Two different occasions. Yeah, I remember once yeah. he was on either Air Force One or some other kind of jet and they saw something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Think yeah. Was, I think he was I governor think, when that happened. Governor of California, yeah. And, yeah. and then supposedly he and, and uh, Nancy had gotten abducted as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a long time. I remember. Yeah. And, and, and then, uh, Lee also made a comment there that we had a shuttle that take. 300 people. Yeah. You didn't have a shuttle to take 300 people. You know, I mean, well, no, we got them, you might get 30 or 40 in it. But he says we have a shuttle that could carry 300 people in space. And keep in mind, this is in the 80s. In the 80s. So who knows right. what we actually have now? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody knows. Uh, so well, if you oh, want to look at if you look at Space Force, I mean, not not the Space Force that Trump announced, but the like actual. Uh, the one that the hacker found, uh, where he found uh, records of there actually being uh, pilots that were in space, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, who knows? I mean, I it heavy's the head that wears the crown, and like you look at these people when they become president, and then a picture of them four years later, or a picture of them eight years later. Gosh, yeah. And, I mean, it ages them, and like, who know, like, what all do they know, and what all can't they say? Yes. Well, I'll tell you, when I was a kid, my best friend that I used to hang with had an older brother that was a big wig at Wright Pat. Now, of course, we didn't live that far from Wright Pat, like an hour, so he would go to work, and on the weekends, he would come down there in his uniform and that, you know, we he was a lot older than us, but we asked him, we were, you know, 10, 11 years old. We're like, because we always heard, you know, is there spacemen up at Wright Pad? And and he wasn't joking. And he said, yes, there is. And he said, it'll come out. So I believe it. Yeah. Well, and that goes to uh, Donald Trump starting the Space Force. You know, you know they're, they... Uh, he didn't start the Space Force. He just made it. He's on branch. I mean, it was already there. They say their primary mission is to, you know, work with satellites and, you know, try to guard against other countries messing with their stuff. But me personally, I think it just got too big that they really can't hide it anymore. Yeah. It right. costs so much money that now they have a branch of government that they can fund and they can do the things they want to do. Well, look what, look what society has now. We all have a camera. Mm-hmm. We all have a video camera. So, you know, they they tape everything there is in the world anymore. There's too many videos coming out. Yes. That they can't explain. Yeah, so they're going to have to do something. And sorry about that. I was I was saying bye to uh, Candy Kane. She's leaving. But yeah, bye, that's, Kane. that's actually probably a pretty good idea is to have her on because she has some very interesting uh, yes, paranormal activities that ha- happened to her so may have to uh, reach out to her in the future but uh, in June 
2019, Trump responded to reports that Navy pilots had spotted UFOs off the eastern seaboard in 14 to 15 on an almost daily basis, according to New York Magazine. Trump told ABC's George Stephanopoulos that month or that month that we're watching for extraterrestrials. Um, I want them to think whatever they think, Trump said of the pilots. Uh, I did have one very brief meeting on it, he said, but people are saying they're seeing UFOs. Do I believe it? Not particularly. In 2020, uh, in April of 2020, uh, Trump responded to three infrared videos released by the Pentagon that showed unidentified objects in the sky traveling at high speeds. Some service members in the videos reacted with awe, according to CNN. I just wondered if it was real, Trump said. That's a hell of a video. <clears throat> Trump also suggested that uh, he knew more about the topic than he was saying publicly in an interview with his son, Donald Trump Jr., referring to the alleged UFO incident at Roswell in uh, New Mexico in 1947. He said, I won't talk to you about what I know about it, but it's very interesting. Former President Obama was more direct about the UFOs and comments on Monday, though he didn't provide any information <coughs> that he might have received during his years in office from 09 to 17. What is true, and I'm actually being serious here, is that there is footage of, and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are, Obama said uh, on uh, The Late Show with James Corden. We can't explain how they move, their trajectory, he said. They did not have an especially explainable pattern, and so I think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. Former President Clinton took a sincere interest in UFOs during his presidency from 93 to 01. Clinton genuinely wanted to know what the U.S. government knew about UFOs, according to his memoirs of his associate attorney, General Webster Hubble. During a visit to Belfast, Northern Ireland in 96, Clinton publicly answered a letter from a child named Ryan about Roswell. No, as far as I know, an alien spacecraft did not crash, crash in Roswell. Uh, and, and Ryan, if the United States Air Force did recover a, a, any alien bodies, they did not tell me about it either, and I want to know. Clinton told Jimmy Kimmel in 2014 that he, aids, he, he had AIDS search Area 51 to make sure there was no aliens down there, according to the Daily Beast. He also said he would have told the public if he found anything. If we were visited someday, I wouldn't be surprised, Clinton said. I just hope it's not like Independence Day. So that just goes to show you that they know stuff. They know something. If you read between the lines, they're, they're just trying to not cause a uh, hysteric but reaction. The way he answered that was very specific. We didn't mm have -hmm. didn't any aircraft. Right. Okay. So what kind of space? Was it, was it a you know, craft that was being tested? Was it a, a craft from another country? Was it, you know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. Yes. So. Well, and, and, and also I noticed uh, he said that he had AIDS go down there. So I'm not sure if he means down in Area 51, as in it's an underground base. Or they just showed up at the mailbox. Or they, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got anything in there? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so. Or the alien restaurant there a little alien where you went yeah my favorite i want to go back well, maybe one maybe one day we'll have it from a... the base is what she's asking do what now how far is it from the base is what she is asking oh it's uh 26 miles from the from the longest runway to the base wow or to up to, to a little alien so hey did you go to the mailbox while you were there i did and there's pictures on my facebook awesome 
I've always wanted to go there, but I can't even make it up to Point Pleasant. So, you know, it's looking down. I think the Paranormal Trucker and the Spooky family should all get together and rent an RV one summer and travel to Nevada. I'm down. Sounds cool. I got a camper. It'll be fun. Ooh, there we go. I think yeah. it'll be a nice trip. Imagine no alien. I can spend another three hundred dollars on alien inflatables. It'll be amazing. Inflatables. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You didn't get a inflatable alien sex doll, did you? Of course oh, I did. Man. Of course I did. <laughs> oh my god! It was a man, smoking bargain. I gotta it was get only, a bag and put on my head. Now. It was only sixty nine ninety nine. I've got to get a, a bag. Smoking bargain. He calls the right lean. Yeah, I exactly. Lean the alien. <laughs> I lean the alien. Oh, well, uh, Snowman, do you have anything else for us this week? Uh, no, um, I think that's good. That's Large good. March? No. <laughs> no. Well, I like how you transformed from uh, everyday March to large. large. Like, in- instantaneously. Like, yeah, it's it right. amazing. That's right. Of course, our guest this week is the Spooky Family, Elliot and Grundy, or Gertie, as you prefer. Um, mm-hmm. How is, uh, what can our listeners expect to uh, to hear from you guys? Do you think you want to plug this week? Hey, listen, we just got some great interviews coming up. Like I said, Chris Epling from uh, Epling Illustrations, the author of uh, the Hillbilly Bigfoot Survival Guide. Uh, we've got Paranormal Trucker. We've got the big uh, Halloween countdown coming up, including the uh, 64 mass murderer tournament that we're going to run uh we've got all kinds of cool stuff we got the live ghost or the semi-live ghost hunt coming up at the end of september um i'm trying to think if there's anything else wow not not something we want to plug but just uh prayers and love go to everybody down in louisiana uh with the hurricane that's hitting there right now yes 160 mile an hour winds yeah watch it on the news 16 years to the day from Katrina. Right. Oh, so, 12 you know, to 16 foot storm wake. Yeah. I'm watching it on the news right now. It's terrible. It's incredible. So prayers and love to them. You know, we've got, we've got friends that live down in that area and listeners and, and just we're praying for you and we're, we hope right. everything. Uh, other than that, man, just, uh, you know, thank you so much for having us on. Uh, we are a, like I said, we're your biggest fans. Uh, love, love the podcast. Can't wait for the future episodes and all the stuff you're going to bring to the table, man. And just thanks again. Uh, no problem. And and we we are your biggest biggest fans. And thank you for being with us tonight. That's Elliot and Gertie of the Spooky Family. You can catch them every week. Uh, what day does your uh, does your podcast drop on? It's Monday, right? Thursday. Thursday. I'm sorry. Uh, Elliot. I mixed- it's Thursday. It's no big deal. You can listen to last week's episode on Monday and then the new one on Thursday. There we go. New episodes there every Thursday. On uh, And where can they find you at? Uh, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find podcasts. That's where we are. Perfect. Anywhere you listen to your quality podcast, you will find quality spooky family. There you go. Thank you so much. Uh, no problem, guys. And thank you all for being here. Until next week's, until next week, keep the shiny side up and keep it between the ditches. And we'll see you Sunday. See ya. See ya.